Welcome to another Agri Epicenter seedling session. Uh, these seedling sessions offer an opportunity to all Agri Epicenter members to showcase and share their technology or offering, discuss a current topic, and enthuse and encourage collaboration. Good morning and welcome to another episode of Seedling Sessions. Uh, this morning, we're going to be speaking to Henry Acevedo of Fox Robotics. So, so Henry, um, thank you very much for having a chat with us. Um, firstly, I'd just love to hear a little bit about Fox Robotics, how you guys got started, um, you know, and what you're up to at the moment. So we, we started uh, in, in robotics in warehousing, where we, uh, we had this idea to, to bring a better solutions for logistics. Uh, during that process, we identified the need of uh, the same type of uh, robotic logistics in agriculture. Uh, that is because we had that uh, first introductions from some farmers that they have uh, warehouses and also greenhouses and polytunnels. Uh, during that discussions, we defined that as a big potential opportunity because the same problems they have in, in warehousing were the same problems that they had on, on outdoors, but with a bit of a twist, which is an outdoor is more difficult problem to solve. Um, and is totally unstructured, uh, where many sensors that we use generally in, in, a, in a confined space do not work well outdoors. Plus other many challenges as, as uh, the farms are way bigger than uh, a warehouse. Um, so looking into these problems, we identify a best opportunity for the company to shift mindset and to shift uh, focus in, in that new direction. Yeah, no, it's, and it's, it's something which speaking to, you know, lots of people in the automation robotics space, that transition from highly structured environments like warehouses uh, to the completely unstructured, changing weather, et cetera, environment of, on farms is, is uh, proved more challenging for a lot of ro robotics companies than, um, than, they, than they'd expected. I mean, when, when you speak to lots of companies that work in the automation and robotics sector, um, there's a realisation that um, the agricultural and farming environment is just, it's just another step further in terms of complexity than anything like warehouse robotics or even autonomous driving. So it's, it's interesting you made that, um, that, uh, that big decision to make that move across. So, so, so on that, so what, what's your experience in the kind of agricultural and farming sector um, been like and what's your vision for Fox Robotics with, within that sector? Because obviously there's lots of different ways um, um, automation and robotics can be applied to the sector. Absolutely. Um, when, when I was young, uh, my mom used to tell me stories about her life in the farm and in the countryside in Colombia. She spoke, she spoke uh, highly uh, of the hard work farmers go through. Uh, of course, this drove me into never give up and always you know, have that in my mind. Fox Robotics started, as I mentioned, a warehousing robotic company. We shifted to agriculture, robotics and logistics. 
And our vision for Fox is to serve the farming industry in the UK by providing effective solutions to improve operational efficiencies with the use of robotics and artificial intelligence. But we'd like uh, Fox Robotics to become the partner of choice for farmers. That's interesting. So, and in the time that you've been working in this sector, how, how in ag tech specifically, um, how have you seen it evolve? Yes, we've seen in many areas that have been significant uh, progress across recent times. The introduction of automation has become more widely accepted and more evident. Uh, that therefore allows farmers to improve their day-to-day activities, whilst reducing costs and increasing yield. Uh, so that is, is, a, is an approach that is being more and more common. So I'm really interested to hear a bit more, more about the specifics. So um, obviously your customers, which um, one would assume is, is farmers, but what, what exactly are the issues that they face and how, how do you as a company aim to and, and, and meet their needs? Great questions. Um, due to current uncertainties in the farming industry, such as you probably know, the scarcity of labor, due factors such as you know, COVID and Brexit, uh, the industry has been in an increased um, number of waste of, of produce not being picked. So that's been documented on, on, on the news as well. So the impact also in the logistics and the supply chain can be seen is very evident. So therefore, supermarkets and many other areas are seen uh, and witness a steady increase in prices. So those are the major concerns and major issues that are affecting this industry. And Fox Robotics are there basically to reduce uh, their stress in terms of uh, reducing the, um, the, the use uh, of um, human labor and, or, or to improve it. So it, one of the things, I mean, obviously the labour shortage and the difficulty with labour is, is such a huge problem. Um, but I think something else which, we've, which we see often as a problem within agricultural technology as a, uh, as more broadly is um, technology companies like yourself really understanding what the on-farm problems are and, and, and how technologies can best help uh, to solve those problems. What, how do you and your team work with those customers and understand what the services and technologies that are going to best help farmers? We, we are currently working very closely with farmers and uh, we have a, a relationship that enables us to understand their issues. Very Working with them uh, on, on a very pretty much a, day-by-day case and, and that allows to bring not enough enough evidence that will allow us to understand very closely their issues and their concerns. Um, and of course, this will help us to create the technologies and to identify the opportunities that are really, truly neat in this industry. Uh, that allows basically for robotics to to have a very successful pilot with the different customers. Yeah. So, I mean, so I could be a bit cheeky and ask, what what do you think are the biggest sort of growth areas and opportunities for robotics and obviously for yourselves as a company? Yeah, for for ourselves, the technology, I mean, it needs to be 
keep flexible, or meaning that we create it and will serve different areas of agriculture. Our current direction is in logistics, uh, in the berry, in the berry uh, and small fruit sector. However, this technology can be also applicable in other agriculture sectors. Uh, many uh, or, or many of these ideas, which is you, we cannot wait to share uh, with you in the foreseeable future. We're still developing, we're still improving and, uh, and creating new tech that is exciting for the customers. So, so when, 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 do you, when do you kind of imagine that you'll be at a point where you'll be able to share, where we'd be able to get a camera down and have a look at something in field? Early next year, we have plans to do a full commercial release uh, so we're working on that and hope so we can engage with you guys on that. Great. Well, that, well, that will make for a, a lovely piece of video content when, when we get an opportunity to do that with you. Speaking of which, obviously, um, the, the, the you know, on-farm and agricultural robotics sector is starting to kind of mature quite a bit now. Um, so the, it's become a bit more of a competitive landscape than it was, let's say, a few years ago. How are you? How are you as a, a company sort of differentiating yourselves? Uh, yes, absolutely. So we first listen to a customer and their needs. That's the key factor that we all have. We listen to the problems. We listen to the needs. We constantly keep researching and innovating novel ideas. Uh, we are able to do this by thinking outside the box and seeing the big picture of those challenges. We have developed a strong relationship at the moment with three major players in the very sector who are very supportive of our technology and our vision that we have developed. This allows them basically to, to improve and to become more efficient. Uh, we tested the technology. We are const constantly working with them hand to hand to bring uh, the, to close those gaps that we have defined with them. So that's a, it's a huge amount of work um, and in a very challenging sector. What, what have you found has been the most challenging aspect, though, of starting a kind of agri-tech robotics company? Uh, I mean, for, from the point of view of technology, uh, the technology itself is absolutely challenging. You have from the designing of the mechanical side to the electronics to the artificial intelligence but those are things that can be solved with the right people, right? And we came across with an excellent team that I built together. Um, other big challenges that companies like mine have is not only solving the technology, which is a huge problem by itself, but having the right combination of uh, expertise and management so that's another type of, of big challenge that I have got the, the, the fortune to bring a, a mature management team that will help us to uh, set the direction of the company. So management is another topic that's very interesting and very difficult to, to, to solve. Um, but once you got your management set and your vision set, is things were easier. And if the technology has the right path and the right vision and the right identification of what we want to solve. Uh, things are more simple to, 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 to work with. 
Uh, other big challenge that we got is, of course, is funding. Funding is, uh, is a difficult task. Um, you find uh, funding managers, angels, investors with many other interests. And within those interests, there is a small number of those who are keen into agriculture, hardware, software, and, and artificial intelligence. So that becomes a little bit more difficult, uh, not impossible, but it's, 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 a, it's a bit that requires also time to solve. Yeah, it's it's very interesting. I mean, when you when I I speak to investors a lot, and um, you know the difference between investing in a purely software based company and then um, companies in 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 hardware, particularly robotics, with the with the huge kind of capex outlays, you know, it it is harder to get investors over the line with these things. But so it sounds like you know you've you've had a lot of experience, um, as you've rightly said, you you know you you've built got across one of the biggest challenges building a really talented team of people what 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 advice would you give to a very early stage startup um trying to get into this space absolutely so the the first uh, um, advice is that if you have the right idea validate it with the industry talk with as many companies you can um Show them the ideas. Be bold in trying to to uh, express your thoughts and your ideas, but be focused into working something that could be workable and can be delivered on on a specific time frame. Um, and of course, uh, the most other part is to ensure that this idea needs to be validated with the customer. Uh, be specific, be targeted. Uh, the robotic sector is, is quite difficult sector because you involve so many disciplines in one area. You involve mathematics, you involve engineering, mechanical engineering, software engineering, hardware engineering, AI, and many other things. So that is a very difficult sector, but the reward is in the future. If you have the right, right idea, don't give up. And uh, the opportunities are there for you to take. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I, in conversations that I've had with uh, other companies, a, a big barrier obviously is, is demonstrating traction. And, and I think with, with farmers, um, a lot of that obviously is, is persuading farmers to, to adopt technology. And of course, for for a lot of them, that's not just about paying for the technology. That's also teaching either themselves or people that work with them how to use these high, you know, cutting edge high technologies. What what do you, what have you found uh, are either the, the big barriers to adoption or or ways that you found to kind of help with that? That's a great question. So when we started to work with farmers we thought that there were is there were going to be a, a barrier of acceptance and a barrier with farmers but we found quite the opposite they're very open-minded because one of the main objectives of them is to ensure they can uh, optimize their production their operations and by using technology that has to be designed in a way that is easy to use easy to manage, 
and easy to understand. That allowed them to be more receptive uh, towards the adoption of new technology. Our technology, our approach, and our development it matches all these requirements on efficiency, easy to use, user experience. And that had a bridge that gap between uh, the, the acceptance of the technology and uh, the technology itself. So it's a, it's a great opportunity for us to, to work in our Yeah, that's fascinating. So another question, I guess, is we at AgriEpi, our annual conference, the theme of that was the path to sustainable farming. And in the new year, we're looking at doing another event focusing on the role of technology uh, in the transition to re regenerative systems. What, what do you see as the, of the role of um, automation and specifically kind of the kind of robotics technologies that you work in, in helping us transition to more sustainable and regenerative farming systems? Well, I, I would say that there is a challenge to say. I mean, we believe that there is a highly automated, uh, more efficient uh, way to, to farms to work with. Um, with, of course, with traditional spin. I think so. it's important for future generations to know where first come, the, where the food comes from and the amount of work and care that has been taken for, uh, for farmers to grow this. And interaction with technology is important. Um, new companies are constantly trying to innovate and uh, bring new solutions. But the key message is that the most important is the customer. And therefore, we have to do our best to commit and to produce the best result for our customers. Yeah, absolutely. And I think a, a big priority for us as well is, um, is focusing on the knowledge exchange of, of, of a lot of the innovators and innovations that we work with to the wider um, agricultural and farming community. Um, otherwise, you know, there's lots of exciting innovations happening, uh, fragmented in small spaces, but uh, aren't necessarily being disseminated out to the wider audience. Well, let's. I mean, if we just take a wider stance, where where, where do you see the the agri sector in in ten years? Um, are we going to be Are we going to be on sort of fully autonomous smart farms? Are we going to be working with cobots? What's 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 your vision look like? The short term is mainly cobots, um, and long terms, more than 10 years, is highly automated, but it still requires and always will require human intervention. Um, never, no, no technology could replace a human due to strictity and agility and um, capacity to identify patterns. Uh, computer systems and robotics is heading to the direction of, of uh, a superseding humans, but it will take time. Uh, at the moment, it's just uh, the adoption of technology is a lengthy process, but those who start first are the one, the farmers that will, will start to gain more and more traction and it will, will conquer a more market. So technology in the next 10 years is hard to say, hard to predict, uh, but it's going to be really highly automated. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, it's interesting, isn't it? Because to certain detractors, um, when I interviewed um, Kit at the Hands Free Farm, who we work very closely with, 
uh, the point that he made around automation was that nothing about automation is looking to to displace farmers, agronomists, or any of that talent. Really, actually, much like with all automation, it's looking to free up the time of those talented individuals um, to focus on the things that can't necessarily be done by automation, whether that's getting out into field, um, you know, uh, you know, sales jobs, marketing jobs, planning jobs, um, and, and I thought that was a really interesting way of looking at automation. Not exactly, as- that's just a great point. And one of the things is that pickers, for instance, are highly skilled individuals, and replacing that with robotics will take time um, because robots could take seconds of so five to ten seconds to pick one berry, while a skilled picker could take in the same amount, 10 times or even 20 times the, the, the number of berries, for instance. So all these, uh, despite it's going to the right direction, uh, it will take time. And um, I don't think it will be replacing humans 100%. It will always be a human um, involved in the loop. Yeah, abs- absolutely. And, and I think that's why I share your vision of a kind of a, a move from cobots through to sort of niche, um, fully autonomous. Brilliant. So to just tell me a little bit about um, how you've, you've worked with AgriEpi um, in order to kind of sort of work towards this growth and development of, um, of your technologies. Yes, uh, AgriEpi Agri- can help us by supporting our growth and helping us reach farms across the UK and of course help to bridge that gap between the farms and the high-taking companies. So the, the relationship with, with the AgriEpi and Fox Robotics is, is key for our success, but also is key for the customer success. Brilliant. And, um, and I suppose we've slightly covered it earlier, but what's, what's the next big thing, next big announcement that we should be looking out for from Fox Robotics? Uh, as I said, early next year, we were going to uh, generate some uh, some important announcements and demos that we will be more than pleased to invite you to to that uh, uh, release. And I uh, hope so we can we can work with you guys um, to promote our solution. Very much looking forward to that. Very much so. Well, thank you very much for joining us um, to have a chat. It's really interesting, and I have to say, I'm personally very excited to see. Um, uh, what you're going to be sharing us in the new year. Thank you so much. And thank you so much for inviting us. Not at all. It was absolutely our pleasure. Thank you very much, Henry. Thank you. Bye.